Shall we turn our Bibles to Isaiah chapter 31 and let's read the whole chapter verses 1 to 9. Isaiah chapter 31. Would somebody read it out loud for us? For thus the Lord has spoken to him, and as a lion rose and a young lion over his prey, when a multitude of shepherds is summoned against him, he will not be afraid of their voice, nor be disturbed by their noise. So the Lord of hosts will come down to fight them for Mount Zion and for its hill. Like birds flying about, so will the Lord of hosts defend Jerusalem. Let's Defend. read that verse again, please. Verse number four. Can we read that and focus on verse number four? Read. For thus the please. Lord has spoken to me, as a lion roars, as a young lion over his prey. When a multitude of shepherds is summoned against him, he will not be afraid of their voice, nor be disturbed by their noise. So the Lord of hosts will come down Amen. to fight for Mount Zion and for its hill. Like birds flying about, so will the Lord of hosts defend Jerusalem. Defending, he will also deliver it. Passing over, he will preserve it. Return to him against whom the children of Israel have deeply revolted. For in that day, every man shall throw away his idols of silver and his idols of gold, uh, of gold, gold's sin, which is your hands have made for yourselves. Then Assyria shall fall by a sword not of man, and a sword not of mankind shall devour him, for he shall flee from the sword, and his young men shall become fo forced labor. He shall cross over to his stronghold for fear, and his princess shall be afraid of the banner, says the Lord, whose fire is in Zion and whose furnace is in Jerusalem. Hallelujah. What a powerful word this morning. Verse 4 and 5 uses the phrase repeatedly. One phrase. That is the Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts. If you use a King James Version or a ESV, both these versions uses the word, use the word, the Lord of hosts. In the NIV, they use the word Lord Almighty. The Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts is a God uh, uh, referring to this God who is a warrior. A God who has armies. Hosts um, imply armies. And here, uh, when it speaks of the Lord of hosts, it's referring to the uh, 
work of God where God fights, God wars against his enemies and against the enemies of his people. Doesn't it, you know, go exactly in line with this morning's prophecy? Yes, if you remember that, if you listen to it, if you remember that. <laughs> if you missed it, go back online on YouTube, achurch.in <laughs> and find the video and watch it. That was a word of prophecy that God gave us that the enemy is working against many of our lives, trying to hinder us in our work and our businesses, trying to hinder us in our progress. The enemy is warring against us and doing several things to trouble us. But God is fighting for us. For no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Hallelujah. And the God whom we serve and worship is the Lord of Everybody said, the Lord of hosts, hallelujah. He is the Lord of the armies of Israel. The commander of the armies of Israel came and stood before Joshua. Before he could enter into Jericho. That was another time when you see the commander of the armies of Israel standing before Joshua. This was most likely Christophany, pre-incarnate Christ. Who came, who is the Lord of hosts. And that is why the NIV uses the word God Almighty referring to Christ, the Lord. And um, who is the Lord of hosts? It says here that the, this is in reference to the Assyrians. The Assyrians had taken the people of Israel captive. They have taken the northern kingdom captive. Remember, after the time of Solomon, the kingdom split into two. And generally, it was referred to as the northern and the southern kingdoms. And the ten tribes of Israel, the northern, and, the, and Benjamin and uh, Judah, the southern. And Assyria comes and attacks these tribes of Israel and takes them captive. And they are relying on Egypt for help. Because they have uh, found that Pharaoh and the Egyptians have a lot of horses and a multitude of chariots. And so they said, if we can align ourselves with the Egyptians and we can find a help from them and in the great strength of these horsemen and the chariots and the innumerable number of horses, we can win over the people of Israel. But God is saying to them, you know, don't think that you can rely on Egypt. Don't think that you can rely on the horsemen and the horses and the chariots. You know, that God is going to bring disaster and he will not take back his words. Hallelujah. When God has determined to bring disaster on his enemies, he will not go back on his words. He's not a God who just throws out some false promises. When he speaks, he means what he says. And when he says something, his word will not return, return void, but will accomplish whereunto he has sent it. And so God is saying in verse number two, he will rise up against that wicked nation, against those who help evildoers. Assyrians are the evildoers. Egyptians are called for to help the Assyrians. 
And so God is saying he will rise up against the wicked nation, against those who help evil doers. But the Egyptians are mere mortals and, and not God. Their horses are flesh and not spirit. You see, God's horses are spirits. <laughs> Hallelujah. God's weapons of warfare are in the spirit. God's work is in the spirit realm. And when something is done in the supernatural, it affects the natural realm. When God you know, begins to move on our behalf in the heavenly realms, things begin to change right here and nobody will know why it happens the way it happens. He will rise up. And when the Lord stretches out his hand, those who help will stumble. Verse number three. And those who are helped will fall. Those who help the evildoer and those who receive the help from the evildoer, both will fall and both will stumble. Hallelujah. And all will perish together. Come on, let's lift our voices and say, all will perish together. Hallelujah. The Lord of hosts is a man of war. The Bible says in Exodus chapter 15, and verses 3 and 4, the Lord is a man of war. Hallelujah. He is a God of peace. He is the Prince of Peace. He's a God of restoration. He's a God who mends relationships. He's a God who brings peace. But at the same time, when he has to deal with wickedness, when he has to deal with idolatry, when he has to deal with sin, when he has to deal with the sinful, when he has to deal with his enemies, he is a man of war. Exodus 15 verse 3 and 4 says, The Lord is a warrior, the Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his army he has hurled into the sea. The best of Pharaoh's officers are drowned in the Red Sea. Hallelujah. Amen. This has to be told among the officials that any evil that anybody does cannot stand and prevail forever because our God, the Lord, is a man of war and they do not know that there is a God who stands behind us. Hallelujah. Amen. There is a God who has risen up against the men of evil who help the evildoers and those who receive the help to find, to do more evil, to unleash more evil, both will fall and perish. Hallelujah. God pulled down Pharaoh and his armies and caused the wheels to come off in the middle of the sea as they thought that they could chase the people of Israel and capture them. God caused the wheels to come off. Amen. Hallelujah. Whatever causes them to run, whatever causes them to move, whatever causes them to have dominion on the innocent, on the weak, on the people who are of the low ranks of society, on the minority communities, whatever they think that they can do, God is a God who is a man of war. He has already has his hands-on experience in pulling down Pharaoh and his armies on dry ground in the middle of the sea, opening it up. Hallelujah. Amen. Anyone who rises and does evil will not be able to prevail because there is a God who is up there in heaven above who is watching over everything and nothing escapes his eyes. Hallelujah. Those who do evil and those who help the evildoer, both will perish. Hallelujah. Both will perish, the Bible says. 
But what do we have to do as a people of God? This is very important. If we have to see the Lord of hosts at work, if we have to see God as a man of war fighting on our behalf, if you have to see the victory in your life as you face hindrances personally, in your workplace, in your family, among your, in your neighborhood, among the people whom you move with, if you see opposition, if you see persecution, if you see dangers, if you see threats, if you see plots and schemes and, and accusations, if you see anything that is evil rising up against you, if you see hindrances in your life, if you see blessings being hindered in your life, whether it's in your work, in your finance, in your health, in your relationship, whatever be it, anything that comes rises up against you. If you see the devil at work against your life and the devil is always at work. But the good news this morning is that we as a people of God have a God who is called the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. The Lord who is the head of the commander of the armies of Israel is our God. Hallelujah. He does not just work on behalf of the IDF, the Israel, Israeli Defense Force, but he also fights our battles also. We, the people of God today. Hallelujah. Amen. The Assyrian king has taken over Israel. They've taken over the northern kingdom of Israel. That which is called as Samaria also. But how are we going to see the Lord of hosts fight us, fight on our behalf, fight for us? Read verses 6 and 7. That's the most important thing. Read verses 6 and 7. The Bible says, yes. What does Israel have to do? Israel has to return to the one who has, to whom they have greatly revolted. For in that day, everyone will reject the idols of silver and gold and, and the, the sinful hands that have made them. They would have to reject everything that they have done. Read it again in verse 5 and 6. Return you Israelites. To the one you have so greatly revolted against. For in that day every one of you will reject the idols of silver and gold. Your sinful hands have made. This is what God is expecting. If you want to see the Lord of hosts at work. If you want to see the God who is a man of war. Fighting our battles. If you want to see God risen up against the enemies of the people of God, if you want to see him defeat them, you and I have to do something. It's very important. The one thing that we have to do is return to God. Hallelujah. Everybody say return to God. Return to God. Touch your neighbor and tell them return to God. Hallelujah. Come on, speak it out. Return to God. Return to God. Hallelujah. We got to return to God. And then that stronghold will be broken. The Assyrian king has taken over Israel. But these are a rebellious people. Verse, uh, look at verse 9 to 11 of chapter 30. Go back to chapter 30. Read verses 9 to 11. This is what the people of Israel have done. For these are a rebellious people. Deceitful children. Yes. Lying children. Children that will not hear the law of the Lord. Which say to the seas, see not. 
and to the prophets prophesy not unto us right things speak unto us smooth things prophecy deceits get get you out of the way turn aside out of the path cause the holy one of israel to cease from before us wherefore thus said the holy one of israel because he despised this word and trust in oppression and uh, perseverance and stay thereon therefore this iniquity shall be to you as a breach ready to fall swelling out in the high wall whose breaking cometh suddenly at an instant and he shall break it as the breaking of the potter's vessel that is broken in pieces he shall not spare so that there shall not be found in the bursting of it a shree to f- yeah. to take fire from the earth or to take water without of the pit for thus said the lord god the holy one of israel in returning and rest shall ye be saved in quietness and in confidence shall be your strength and ye would not but he said amen yeah that thank you that's that's the passage that we are looking at verses 9 onwards you look at what god is saying god is telling the people to return to him as we read in chapter 31 but here you find what the people are saying Why is God telling them to return to him? Come back to 31 verse 6. Return you Israelites to the one you have so greatly revolted against. In what way have they revolted? You want to know that? That's what we read in verse 9 onwards in chapter 30. The way they have revolted is where they have been rebellious. They have been deceitful. and so god is telling them to return to him was 9 and 10 and 11 specifically if you read that these are says, rebellious people deceitful children children unwilling to listen to the lord they are rebellious they are deceitful unwilling to listen to the lord's instructions are you with me this morning are we reading that yes and what do they also say verse 3 was sorry verse 10 they say to the seers see see no more visions don't see visions and to the prophets give us no more visions of what is right don't prophesy what is right tell us pleasant things prophecy illusions tell us pleasant things prophecy illusions something nice and flowery nice and beautiful nice to listen to something very exciting prophecy that yeah leave this way get off this path and stop hey, confronting us prophet, with the holy one of see her vision see her get out of the way leave this way get off the path move out don't come in my way and stop confronting us with the holy one of israel don't confront us this is the way the people of israel have been rebellious and many a seer and many a prophet in our day in our city have caused people to become rebellious like this by prophesying things that are illusions and masses of people have believed them false prophecies and false prophets don't believe them god is saying repentance the message that is needed for the people is to return to god not to give a false hope that will fail Amen. Hallelujah. A prophet's job, a seer's job. A job of a man of God who tells the word of God, who says in the name of God, who speaks thus saith the Lord is a very dangerous work to do. It's a responsible job. 
if we start prophesying and saying illusions visions that does not speak what is right and true which is not from the lord it will cause people to go into rebellion but the true prophet of the lord will always have a message to turn people back to god that's a sign of a true prophet the sign of a true prophet is not even in the accuracy of the fulfillment of the prophecy even the devil can foretell what is going to come even the man with the parrot down the street on the 100 feet road can tell what is going to happen tomorrow to you <laughs> you see that can be told what signs and wonders this is something you have to be careful about something things of the supernatural you need to be careful about but the true message of a prophet will yes will bring forth encouragement as it says in first corinthians chapter 14 go home and read it first few verses it will bring encouragement it will turn people to become more godly it will turn people godward because he comes as a man who stands on behalf of god and speaks to man it will turn people to god it will cause people to return to god it will increase godliness within them that's a sign of a true man of god that he will always have a message that will call people to god read through the scriptures let the scriptures be what you practice and what you believe and who you believe amen Hallelujah just because some people got big paraphernalia and big infrastructure and a lot of money and popularity don't make them always right if they're not in alignment to scripture they're going to be in great trouble amen and so as long as there are gullible people who do not know the scriptures these kind of people come and deceive and speak illusions over people's lives and over the church and cause people to fall in rebellion and don't call them to repentance a true message a messenger who comes with the word of god will always be concerned about people turning to god amen Hallelujah you three read through the scriptures that's the central theme of every prophet who prophesied yes god will fight for us yes god will work on our behalf yes god will bless us yes god will provide for us yes god will stand on our behalf yes god is the lord of hosts but when will he be the lord of hosts when will he fight on our behalf when we return to him hallelujah when we return to the lord with all our hearts turn to the word of god look at scriptures read what the scripture says let us not be deceived by the false prophets who prophesy illusions and the visions that they see which is not right and that's what the people want people want that because the more you say that the more people are attracted to you and to your ministry and the more people are attracted to you and your ministry the more they will give money end of the day it's all about making partners not disciples of jesus amen so be warned about such false prophets in our nation be warned about such people who will take you down the path of destruction listen to the word of god in the scriptures amen the scriptures are clear to us the scripture says yes the lord is a lord of hosts yes he's a man of war yes he will fight on our behalf but when when we return to the lord amen god is saying these people of israel have been rebellious 
they ought to return to the lord it says in isaiah 30 verse 9 read it again for these are rebellious people deceitful children children unwilling to listen to the lord's instructions they say to the seers see no more visions and the prophets give us no more visions of what is right that's what the masses are saying even today that's what they expect that's what they like they like to hear what will excite them what will give them goosebumps what will make them to jump and dance they like to listen to what will just be motivational what will you know give them some positive thinking but god is wanting us to come to him and live in a right relationship with him amen don't you think that is right yes yes god wants us to come into a right relationship with him and the people the children of god the people of god the christian world at large in our country is not all right that is the truth there is infighting in churches there is a church denomination over which couple of judges have been you know set up to order the uh, uh, you know the the functioning of the church because there has been so much corruption and so much division within inside the church there has been so much of money laundering there has been so much of politics and because of that there have been two judges because these men have gone into a dispute and they went to the court to solve the dispute of the church and so a couple of judges have been established or laid over them set up over them to order the functioning of these churches there is corruption within the church there is sin within the church there is rebellion within the church there is deceitfulness within the church there is you know money laundering there is corruption everything is there and the people need to repent they need to return to god it is then the lord will fight for the church of jesus amen hallelujah but what the masses want are illusions messages that will say oh god will bless you oh god will give you a favorable government god will you know give you a golden age but the where did the golden age come it didn't come it was an illusion it was an illusion amen, amen. some of us are afraid to say amen to that amen. it is it is wrong what happened it did not happen what was prophesied was not fulfilled why because the message has to be repentance because the message that the people need to hear is to return to god amen, amen. and so as long as there are people who are gullible who are innocent do not know the word of god properly they do not know the difference between the left and the right these prophets thrive at the expense of their ignorance but what the lord is saying to us this morning is repent return to god we should not have a rebellious heart we should not be deceitful a rebellious people are audacious arrogant proud challenging everything non not conforming to scriptures and to the lord's instructions they are resistant to the word of god stiff necked hard hearted they are cunning they are deceitful they cheat they are not honest with themselves they are not honest in their affairs they are not honest with how they handle money they do not have integrity of heart they have they have a faulty life and they are unwilling to listen to the lord's instructions i am speaking from verse number 
This is why God is calling them to return to him. This is how they have revolted against him. There is rebellion. There is rebellion among us. There is rebellion within us. Amen. Don't say it's for your neighbor. It's for your husband. Don't just be praising God thinking it's for him. There's rebelliousness within us. Hallelujah. Let's come to terms with where our heart is. There is deceitfulness within us. We very often we are unwilling to listen to the Lord's instructions. We have the conviction of the Holy Spirit, but we, we ignore the conviction of the Spirit of God. And those who you know are unwilling to listen to the Lord's instructions, they think they know everything. And no one should tell them anything or teach them anything. If we do not like anybody telling us anything, if we do not like anybody teaching us what we should do or what we should not do, there is rebellion within us. Hello. I don't like it. Nobody tell me anything. Who are you to tell me what I should do or what I should not do? That is rebellion. If we hate it, that's rebellion. If we dislike instruction, that's rebellion. Hallelujah. If you're open to instruction, you have a humble heart. If you say in your heart and your actions, by your words, by your actions, your willingness to receive instruction if somebody is teaching you something, even though you know what you did is right, but they're still teaching you and saying, this is what is right. If you're open and willing to receive it, yes, and saying yes, and receiving it with all your heart, you're truly humble. There's no rebellion in you. But if you are a person who hates somebody telling you what you have to do, or what you should not do, there's rebellion. That's rebellion. And then go on to verse 10. They say to the seers, see no more visions. And to the prophets, give us no more visions of what is right. They dislike visions, revelations that bring out the truth and exposes the falsehood in them. Don't prophesy anything which is right. <laughs> Dr. Balasing came and every time he comes, he ministers you know, to everybody. It takes a lot of time to do that. And one time he told a woman, you know, who had a messed up life and she needed a change of heart. And she was carrying a big bag in her hand. And sometimes he speaks in parables. He said, I want to take you and get you a new bag. A new bag. What he meant was I want you to get rid of the old one and get a new life because her bag had a lot of baggage of the past. Sinful baggage was there. And the baggage included also collecting money from people, taking advantage of other people's generosity and not going to work. And she had done that and cheated people to huge amounts of money even within our church. And because she did that, he prophesied and said, you need a change of bag. I want to get you a new bag. You need to get away of that baggage of the past, the old. Get rid of the old stuff in your life. She got angry. Huh? What is he saying? I'm not coming to this church. Does not want the Lord's instruction. Don't speak to me what is right. And there she goes. Into greater sin. Into a worser life. Chooses the path of sin. 
that is what is called rebelliousness people are like that there are people that way who say with their words with their actions don't speak to me what is right don't tell me the lord's instructions the lord's instructions are not very pleasant all the time especially if there is sin if there is pride if there is hardness of heart it's not very comfortable it makes us feel uncomfortable when when our sin is exposed to us dislike visions revelations that bring out the truth and exposes a falsehood in them and just speaking to us the plain scriptures the plain word of god not mincing words here black and white as it is i think it's better to read it that way in black and white yes than to have a false message preached to us amen amen hallelujah it's better to have a black and white sermon preached to us as what it is and allow the scriptures to deal with us this morning then have a false message and give a false hope well actually nothing will happen as a result of that i want to see things change i want to see the lord of hosts fighting for us amen amen, amen. Hallelujah. hallelujah i want to see the hindrances in your life to be broken i want to see the blessings that are hindered in your life to come through hallelujah if we want to see a change in the country and if we as we are praying for this nation as we are praying for the city if we need to see a change we need to change first tell yourself i need to change i need to change if i must change i must change tell yourself i will change i will change amen hallelujah if you desire that you will see change in your life if you confess that you will see change in your life and when you change everything else will begin to change hallelujah the change begins with us amen praise the lord this is how the rebellious people of israel were look at verse number verse number 10 they say to the seers see no more visions and to the prophets give us no more visions that is of what is right they like to hear what will give them goosebumps they want to be scratched in their backs what sounds good to hear they don't like correction they don't like correction they would want to dictate this to the spiritual leaders what they have to do what they have to speak oh this pastor he does not know what to speak how to speak itself look at that man see how beautifully he gives a sermon he does not even know how to speak properly he does not know how to you know see people have come with so many problems and needs they, they need to be comforted they need to be consoled you need to wipe their tears you need to give a blessing for them sunday morning they come and then you teach them all these kinds of things sometimes we start dictating or thinking what somebody has to preach that is a sign of rebellion i don't like what i'm hearing i don't like what you say i don't like how you say it that's what they were telling the vision seers and the prophets tell us pleasant things verse 11 prophesy illusions tell us something nice tell us something that feels good tell us something that will be a blessing for us oh this is what is a blessing brother sister if we do this this will be a blessing <laughs> just speaking about blessing will not bring blessing speaking the conditions to the blessing will bring the blessing amen hallelujah hallelujah amen amen hallelujah you see that's what the people are saying tell us pleasant things speak to us illusions 
you have a lot of pleasant things on christian television go watch them but here i will teach you what is not pleasant and what will bring you a blessing truly hallelujah amen they want dictate the spiritual leaders over them as to what they should do and what they should not do and how they should speak and what they should speak they simply say leave this way get off this path and stop confronting us with the holy one of israel this morning i'm here to confront you with the holy one of israel and his word hallelujah amen if there is any rebellious way in me if there is any deceitful thing in me if there is any time that i have not listened to the lord's instructions i want to turn away from that hallelujah i want to turn away from that i don't know about you amen they want them to teach and preach illusions inspirational ideas motivational sermons positive thinking and only blessings speak only them don't like the confrontation i don't like correction i don't like teaching i don't like instruction i don't like confrontation of the holy one of israel and his word and his spirit confronting me if that is where we are we have given ourselves over to rebelliousness we have revolted against the lord and we need to return to the lord and say yes lord teach me i'm ready to listen instruct me i want to learn i want to learn what the scriptures are saying it's easy to say i am right and everybody else is wrong it's hard to say i am also wrong amen. amen hallelujah it's easy to find fault with others it's difficult to accept our own faults isn't it true yes. it's naturally difficult for everybody it's easy to point a finger at somebody else but when somebody else points a finger at us it's hard for us to take it but if we are willing to take it if if we are willing to be instructed if you are willing to be discipled if you are willing to be taught if you if we are saying yes teach me what i should do yes tell me in what way should i change somebody come talk to me after service and tell me where i'm faulty where i why am i falling somebody tell me expose my blind spots to me if you are saying that you are returning to the lord hallelujah we want to return to the lord and we don't want to be caught up in a deception we don't want to live in rebelliousness we don't want to be stiff necked we don't want to be hard hearted we don't want to resist the voice of the holy spirit we want to say lord i want to change lord change my heart oh god change my mind change my life change my temperaments help me to read your word help me to listen to your voice help me to receive instruction and teaching from your servants prophets seers people whom you have placed in spiritual leadership over me teach me hallelujah if we humbly some oh we say no 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 see uh, i am so experienced uh, you know from my grandfather's time we have seen all this in fact we all uh, have been preaching so many years we we, we know everything you know uh, we we know bible i 42 times i have read the bible already you know in these 36 years um you don't know what you're trying to teach me you know i am very gifted i am very talented you know how much you know god has been using me so powerfully you know the moment you start doing self projection self projection we are rebellious that's a sign of rebellion 
talking about how much i have done talking about how great a heritage i have talking about how much you know talking about the golden history of the past the good old days you know we used to be like this be like that you know so many people have been blessed because of me because of me only you know you see that fellow is preaching that in all that because of me you know that church building that built in that bihar you know it's because we sent the money there you know how many churches my father helped in building my grandfather was the one who built csi alandur christ church you know it that's information to you my father's uncle is the secretary of the church and he's building many churches now you know what kind of he start talking about all of the past and everything others are doing and gain credit out of all of that we are basically saying don't teach me let's get it get rid of our self projection everything about our past praise god for all of that what am i doing now how am i today what am i going to do tomorrow is a question i need to ask myself what is my condition today what is going to be my condition tomorrow your tomorrow depends on how much you return to the lord today amen hallelujah the blessing tomorrow will depend on how much i return to the lord today hallelujah amen everything of the past everything of what others have done everything that what we have accomplished praise god for all of that but that we cannot ride in that past glory anymore amen, amen. hallelujah let's not self projecting ourselves to the world when when we have to be taught when we have to be listening when we have to be hearing when we have to be corrected do you have people in your life who speak into your life who teach you who tell you tell you have you given permission to people to tell you on your face that you are not right and would you be willing to accept that have you given permission to somebody at least a few people at least one or two who will speak the truth to you who will say no the way you're thinking is wrong the way you speak is wrong your attitude is wrong your behavior is wrong your character is not good the path that you take is not right have you given permission for your husband or your wife to speak that way into your life if you are a married person husbands i want to ask you have you given permission to your wife to speak into your life because she is the one who knows you very well remember she can read between the lines also and she's got memory like nothing like what you can imagine so please give her permission to speak into your life and say hey man you're wrong dixon might sound new to you you will learn it <laughs> wives do you give the permission to your husband or you do you think oh he himself is a useless fellow who is he to tell me for a lot of wives they really don't respect their husbands at heart i preached a whole sermon on tuesday two weeks back on that have you given permission to your husband to speak into your life and say hey you are not right
children have you given permission to your parents to speak into your lives you might be 36 have you given permission for them to correct you to say no you're too fussy you're too rigid you're not flexible you're not adjusting can your father can your mother tell you that on your face would you allow some spiritual leaders around you to speak into your lives amen hallelujah it will save you a lot of trouble it will turn you to god hallelujah it will turn you to god it's good for you tell you tell yourself it's good for me it's good for me hallelujah i know it's good for me it's good for me to be corrected it's good for me to be instructed it's good for me to for the lord to confront me that woman who was caught in the act of adultery was confronted by the pharisees and brought to jesus would you confront yourself before being confronted in public would you allow the spirit of god to confront you as you're reading scriptures would you allow your loved ones to confront you before being confronted in public amen confront yourself before being confronted by others allow the spirit of god to confront you before being confronted by others amen can we move forward rebellion talking about rebellion and so god is wanting us to return to him return to him with all your heart come back to chapter 31 chapter 31 Oh the word of God is powerful. Return you Israelites verse 6 to the one you have so greatly revolted against. For in that day every one of you will reject the idols of silver and gold your sinful hands have made. When you return you will reject the idols. Rebellion has caused idols to come into their lives. Anything that takes the place of God is an idol. All forms of fleshliness which does not have the fruit of the spirit is idolatry. anything that place, takes the place of god fleshliness sinfulness and the sovereign lord is saying in chapter 30 and verse 15 this is what the sovereign lord the holy one of israel says in repentance and rest is your salvation in quietness and trust is your strength but you would have none of it in repentance and rest is your salvation and quietness and trust on the lord is your strength hallelujah how can you win this battle brother sister with repentance as you stay quiet in the presence of god this battle is not ours this battle is the lord's whatever you're facing in your life it is not against flesh and blood it's against the spiritual forces in the heavenly realms is the rulers and the authorities and the spiritual forces in the heavenly realms that cause this trouble and stir people against us and set up people against us and set up circumstances against us set up witchcrafts against us but how can we fight this battle this is a battle which we cannot fight with the you know with the flesh and blood not with the arm of strength the strength of the arm but this battle can be fought in repentance and in quietness and trust hallelujah hallelujah spiritual principles are in complete opposition to the principles of the world biblical principles will always be very different from the principles of the world Here God is saying choose the path of repentance and quietness and you see he will fight for you. 
Hallelujah. In repentance and rest, be rested in the Lord. Don't be at a place where you are unsettled and agitated, frustrated and depressed. In repentance and rest, in quietness and in trust. You can always be arguing in your mind and bringing about arguments and saying, Oh, they did like this. They spoke like that. I will say like this. They did like that. And I will do like this. And this is what has to happen. That is what has to happen. And I'm going to prepare myself. And when they start up, I'm going to, you know, you can rehearse all your arguments through the night but you do and have a sleepless night but in repentance and rest you can have a good night's sleep and the Lord will fight for you hallelujah do you understand what the word of God is saying in repentance and in rest in quietness and in trust on the Lord quieten your heart learn to quieten your heart and your spirit and that happens as you come into the presence of God in repentance and turning over all your needs, your problems to the Lord. There you will find in the presence of God, quietness and restfulness in your spirit. Hallelujah. 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 Rebellion will re lead to restlessness. Deceitfulness will lead to restlessness. You always have to prove something. You have always have to say that you're right. You always have to show that you're right. It results in restlessness. In repentance and rest, in quietness and trust, is your salvation and your strength. Hallelujah. You will grow stronger within. While it may look like you're wasting away in the outside, but you will be renewed in the inward day by day. That's what the apostles, Apostle Paul said. We are renewed inwardly day by day, even though it looks like we're wasting on the outside. You might look like you're foolish on the outside. You might look like you, you have no you know, wisdom on the outside. But you will be renewed in your strength within. And God will fight on your behalf. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May we grow inwardly. May we grow deep. Grow strong. In the presence of God. In repentance and in quietness. In trust in the Lord. And then you will see your strength manifest in amazing ways. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come back to chapter 31, verse 8 and 9. Chapter 31, verse 8 and 9. This is what this God is going to do when you repent. God is going to intervene. Amen. You're mm -hmm. going to see a supernatural intervention in your life. Assyria like will fall by no human sword. A sword not of mortals will devour them. They're going to fall by no human sword. This sword is not a sword of mortals. This is not made of men's hands. This is a divine sword. Nobody can stand the divine sword. When David started counting the fighting men and God was displeased with him, the Lord's hand came upon the people of Israel. When the people of Israel rebelled in the, in the wilderness against Moses because they wanted to go back and feast on the delicious foods of Egypt and they were angry with Moses because they couldn't find water and food. Fire from the Lord broke down. Plague from the Lord came out. And devoured the people. When God sends his plagues. When God's sword is unleashed. No man can stop it. Nobody can even find where it's coming from. Why it's going down. Why can't we salvage it. Why can't we stop it. Nobody can stop it. Hallelujah. When God fights on our behalf. His sword. The sword of the Lord. Remember he's the Lord of hosts. A man of war. Hallelujah. He's the Lord of hosts. He will fight for us. Their stronghold will fall, the Bible says. 
they will flee before the sword and the young men will be put to forced labor their stronghold will fall because of terror at the sight of the battle standard their commanders will panic people who resist you people who stand up against you people do, who do evil and those who help in the e- the evil doer everybody will fall with panic and terror will grip their hearts terror will grip their hearts they will run with panic declares the lord because fire is in zion and furnace is in jerusalem hallelujah what we need is a holy fire of god amen hallelujah we need the fire of the holy spirit we need the fire of the presence of god we need the heat and the fire of the presence of god you know we we are sick and tired of just smoke without no fire we don't just need some smoke with no fire and lot of people in the christian world have been trying to generate some smoke with no fire but we want to see the fire of the spirit of god amen it's not just about some making some noise outside but we want in repentance in rest in quietness and in trust comes a fire that burns within hallelujah it's not just about getting on on a platform and shouting fire 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 that's not going to bring the fire just singing songs about fire will not bring the fire but in repentance in restfulness in quietness and in trust comes a fire from within that no man can stand up against hallelujah that will consume all the fiery darts of the enemy the enemy may throw arrows against you the enemy may want to wound you the enemy comes to steal to kill and to destroy but the fire that is within will quench the fiery darts of the enemy hallelujah people will be wondering i am doing so much but nothing is happening i've sent so many demons i've spent so much money on witchcraft but nothing is happening they'll be awestruck because of the fire that has come into you not because of the fire just the smoke that we stir up outside but because of the repentance and the turning to god comes a true authentic fire amen hallelujah not a strange fire this is an authentic fire when the strange fire comes against the authentic fire this fire will quench the strange fire hallelujah, hallelujah. this fire cannot be quenched this furnace cannot be put off because this is the fire of the lord the lord is a man of war fire goes out out of his mouth the bible says hallelujah be strong in the lord in repentance in quietness in trust you will have a fire that burns within that will pull down the strongholds of the enemy the bible says in verse number 9 their stronghold will fall because of terror this week as we go out to pray in our locality the strongholds are going to fall the stronghold of demon possession the stronghold of demonic authority and dominion the strongholds that have brought in sin and wickedness in high places the strongholds that have brought in corruption the strongholds that have bound people in sickness and in darkness in 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 all kinds of traditions and and uh, false beliefs and false practices superstitious beliefs superstitious practices these strongholds will fall walk around your home walk around your neighborhood walk around your campus walk around your workplace and the stronghold will fall as you come to the lord this morning hallelujah in repentance we turn to him and say lord teach us lord instruct us the in the way we should go confront us when we sin when we fault when we find find fault with us lord find fault with us and tell us what our faults are that we will repent 
that we will repent teach us your ways instruct us in the way we should go give us visions and prophecies that are right hallelujah can we pray for that give me visions and prophecies that are right i want the lord's instructions give me the lord's instructions teach me your ways lord hallelujah 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 then you will see as we turn to the lord with a open heart with a broken and a contrite spirit the lord will not despise then you will see a fire that is within hallelujah in the quietness in the calmness of your soul there is a fire that is ablaze hallelujah hallelujah in restfulness is strength and there's a fire there is a furnace hallelujah it's not a candlelight fire there's a furnace that is a, that is burning around you hallelujah hallelujah you might think like you're like a candlelight that is easy to be snuffed out and walked over by others but i want you to know there's a fire that is burning around you that nobody sees hallelujah hallelujah god opened the eyes of the servant of elisha and he was able to see hallelujah this morning i pray that god will enable you to see the furnace that is burning around you hallelujah for greater are those who are with us than those who are among them hallelujah greater are those who are with us than those who are with them hallelujah remember the lord is a lord of hosts he's a the lord of hosts who fights for us amen amen hallelujah but when we turn to the lord this morning there will be the authentic fire that will be set up around us around your home around your family in your workplace hallelujah people might speak against you people might you know fight against you people might try to put you down there's a fire there's a furnace burning around you they do not see the lord of hosts stands with you he is unseen in their eyes hallelujah Amen. but remember always when you're in your office when you're in your neighborhood when you're facing a situation when you're facing you know people who do not know the lord who are opposing you who are standing up against you people who are in your business in your workplace who are causing trouble to you remember the lord of hosts stands with me as a furnace burning around me hallelujah but this morning we come to the lord with repentance we come to the lord saying lord instruct me in the way i should go lord teach me lord and tell yourself lord i want to give permission would you go after service this morning and talk to at least one or two people and say maybe your own spouse maybe your own parents would you tell them i want you to tell me if there's anything wrong in me i want to give you the permission to speak into my life from this day forward would you tell them yes. hallelujah maybe go tell it secretly yes. maybe you're afraid to tell it on their face to face send them a text message <laughs> sit next to them and send a text message on whatsapp sometimes we are more comfortable on facebook than face to face that's okay use facebook as long as repentance hallelujah amen hallelujah let's pray Father we thank you we praise you Lord we realize this morning Lord that we need to change and we are willing Lord we don't want to harden our hearts and stay in rebelliousness we don't want to stay at a place where you cannot bless we don't want to stay at a state where you will not fight for us we don't want to fight our own battles hallelujah we don't want to speak for ourselves we want you to speak for us hallelujah we want you to fight for us we don't we don't want to stand up for ourselves but we want you to defend our cause hallelujah hallelujah would you pray this morning lift your voice and pray hallelujah lord
I receive your word this morning with a glad heart, with a sincere heart. Hallelujah. With joy, with gladness, I receive your heart. With your word, Lord, I receive your word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pray to the Lord. Pray it this morning. Lord, I want to change, Lord. Speak into my life, Lord. Teach me your ways, Lord. Let the Holy One of Israel confront me, Lord. Let your word confront me, Lord. Lord, let me be confronted before I am confronted in public. I don't want to be ashamed by being confronted in public, but let me be confronted by your Holy Spirit as I dwell on your word, Lord. Let my husband, my wife confront me, Lord. Let my children, let my parents confront me, Lord. Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. Help us, oh God. Help us to get honest with ourselves. Help us, give us a heart of integrity and truthfulness to receive your word and be transformed in our lives. We don't want to be rebellious. We don't want to be deceptive. You don't want to be deceiving ourselves and deceiving others. Oh, Father, give us your grace, O oh Lord. If you're praying sincerely this morning, the Lord has mercy upon you. There's a fire that will start burning around you right now. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. There's a fire. There's a furnace. An unseen fire, a furnace. You don't fight your battles. You don't go with arguments. Hallelujah. The Lord will fight your cause. Hallelujah. Let the fire burn brighter, Lord. Let the furnace be set up this morning around us in the name of Jesus. The furnace that comes by the presence of the Lord. The presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We need your presence this morning. 